Good morning and welcome to The Drive this Tuesday, crispy December 4th, oh, still stuck in December, January 4th morning, January 4th, man, it's cold here, it's 34 degrees, um, I just hung out in my car for about five minutes, I scraped the front window, but the sides windows were uh, uh, frozen shut, I couldn't open them, and they were completely uh, caked with ice, so I couldn't see out of them, but... The heater took care of that, and now I am driving to work. And man, it was difficult to wake up this morning. It was so hard. You ever have those times where you just don't want to get out of bed? I mean, uh, my daughter, youngest daughter, Lily, uh, she just told me last night when I you know, was praying and saying goodnight to her that she's like, this morning, I just wanted, I was so comfortable, feel my blanket. Like, and she had me, I know what her blanket feels like, but she has a really... You know soft comfortable blanket and she's like i was under this and i was tucked in i just did not want to get up i just did not want to like uh, wake up and so uh, she told me that and it kind of just uh, got me to thinking you know i definitely have times like that where I'm just tired I just don't want to wake up i just want to rest and stay in bed all day long but it's funny because even when you have those opportunities you end up getting up earlier than you want and it's like it's not easy laying in bed all day <laughs> unless you're sick you know then of course that's all you can do but um but it's hard to wake up like uh, uh my wife didn't sleep well not last night but the night before slept really bad and so um uh, last night i uh, uh i took hannah and literally i took my girls to hannah's uh basketball practice and just to give her an opportunity to rest and go to sleep really early and, you know, sleep through the night to, to be refreshed today. <clears throat> and uh, when I got home, I put the girls to bed and I didn't want to, uh, I did not want to wake her up. And so I uh, went on the couch and I, I knocked out and fell asleep on the couch um, until I think she, she got up and got me, got me up at like 3 a.m. or something and I got up and went into bed and went to sleep the remainder of the time there but I didn't want to wake her up because I knew she needed rest and there is a time to rest but there's also a time to wake up now I'm not going to over spiritualize this but the Bible does have a lot to say about you know spiritually being awake being revived being rejuvenated opening your eyes and there's a lot actually in the word that talks about that and I think that you know Jesus came to share truth that was the main objective and also to fulfill prophecy in dying on the cross rising ascending but what he wanted to do was wake people up wake people up sometimes in in order to wake people up, they need to be shaken up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I had a friend who I grew up with, and his name was Andy. I haven't talked to him for years. I, I've tried to reach out to him, but to no avail. But he, we grew up together. Like, I had a couple of friends like that, Andy and Casey. And Andy, he was really talented. Like, everything he did, he was good at, right? It was like, wow, this guy's going to, you know, <laughs> be successful in life. He used to think when we were really young, but... And we started getting into uh, 
into drugs, like really bad. We moved uh, from Northern California to Southern California to Venice Beach, uh, about a uh, about a half a block from the Venice Beach boardwalk, you know, where all the tourists walk and all that, where they have the tr- drum circle every weekend. You could hear it from our little studio apartment. But uh, we moved there and uh, we continue to do bad things, get into drugs and go to parties and clubs and bars and all that. And And somewhere along the lines, you know, I just like was depressed and like this is not life what this can't be what life is about this is horrible (laughs) and so i started my uh uh, journey for truth and i'm not going to share all of it but just fast forward and i I accepted christ i started walking with him living for him and he actually moved back to northern california i stayed in southern california uh, because i liked it better there but uh, he moved back home and uh years later you know there were moments where I would, took him to Bible study, took him to church, and was trying as hard as I could to, to minister to him, to, to tell him the truth, because I, I wanted him to, to wake up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted him to know the Lord. I wanted him to walk with Jesus. I wanted him to realize, you know, that those drugs are going to get you nowhere, except for an uh, early grave or jail. But you, you know, you see people who are, are so spiritually blind and asleep and, and there's a couple things we can do in response. Either get mad at it and just be like, oh, forget them or pray for them. Pray for them. Look for those opportunities to share with them. Be there for them. Be an example of what a true believer, true follower of Christ looks like. Be an example not saying perfect example i'm just talking about example even when you mess up say i messed up i had to repent because i don't want to grieve god you know stuff like that just being an example but when revival happens eyes are open hearts are open people are vulnerable they're susceptible to hearing reality and it starts with an awakened heart on our part. Like we need to realize, man, all of these people around me, <laughs> they're separated from God. They don't know the Lord. And they're all ending up, they're, gonna, they're going in the wrong direction, right? They're going in the opposite way of truth. And to have a heart for those people, to have compassion for those people. Yeah, we just started the Gospel of Luke last Sunday and the first 13 chapters you see, they're, they're, uh, it's, it's dense with compassion of Christ. So dense with it. You see Jesus' heart for the hurting. And it's such an eye-opener. He didn't just say, here's the truth, see you later. He went up to those who no one wanted to deal with or talk to. Or who, who were, you know, outcasts. People that others judged he went up to them and he didn't hate on them he loved them he shared with them he did all he could to share truth why because he wanted them to awaken to open their eyes to walk in the truth to walk with God like Noah did like Enoch did like you do and so sure we may be walking strong with the Lord right but What about others? 
What about our neighbor? What about that coworker? What about that family member? What about the stranger we just met who shared with us how they're struggling so bad? They don't have the Lord. So as our hearts are revived, then we realize people are slumbering and sleeping spiritually. And our desire should be that they come awake, come alive, if you will, and to the truth. And we get that awesome privilege. Because it happened to you, remember? When it happened to you, when you started walking with the Lord and you're like, wow, <laughs> this is it. This is what it's about. This is who it's about. Do you remember that? And so, just know that there's a lot of people that are blind, lost, out there, wanting help, wanting hope. And we get to, to, we get to be the beacons of light for them. So that they'd open their eyes to the light and walk in the light. What a privilege. What a blessing, isn't it? Well, God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing Tuesday. I'm praying for you that God would strengthen you, give you wisdom, and use you for his glory. God bless you guys.